Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking about... Uh, the Pope. Popes. The papacy. The office of the Pope. Yeah. What are the Pope's office hours? <laughs> All day, baby. 24... Those are... <laughs> no, those are God's office hours. 24-7. <laughs> Pope is always poping. He does it all fucking day. It is his thing. When, when you're the Pope, that is like, it's your main bag. It's too bad. It seems like it really replaces your personality. Like you just have to be that guy now. Right. It's like getting into fish. Right. <laughs> so before we get too much further, Natalie, what is the Pope? <laughs> the Pope is the Bishop of Rome, the chief pastor of the Worldwide Catholic Church, and the sovereign of the Vatican city-state. And he's also the Roman pontiff. Okay. So the Vatican city-state is a little, it's like a mega church, it, but it's yeah. inside of Rome, right? right? It's like a little enclave, or whatever you want to call it. But it is its own country. Okay. Is it the smallest country? I believe so. Now that would have been something to look up. <laughs> The Vatican, <laughs> the Vatican, home of the Pope, may be the world's smallest country. <laughs> Let me see. Let me I'll find out. It is. <laughs> it is the world's smallest okay. country. Okay. I'm going to tell you what the population is. 799. So one Pope, 798 randos. <laughs> Like all the other like super churchy people are there. Vice Pope. Does he have a vice Pope? No. <laughs> he has like groups of other bishops and cardinals and stuff. The whole hierarchy is very much like kingdom phylum species, right? Right. right. The maximum <laughs> occupancy of the Vatican is 800 people. So there's 799 people there now. <laughs> Who left? Uh, maybe they just keep a slot open in case. Yeah. In case someone comes to visit. Just... The guest room. <laughs> <laughs> just in case they go to a Holy Miles Island and see a parishioner they really want to pick up. Right. 450 of the people who live there are citizens of there. So the, you could assume then that those 450 people are like professional church people. And then... The rest are like support people, like people who work in the kitchens and stuff. Yeah, man, that would be that would be wild to just have to live in Rome and every day you have to go into the Vatican. And they're that like, would fucking wreck. I would, love, I would love it. <laughs> I would feel very fucking important, even if I was there to clean toilets. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a thing they used to say: is does the Pope shit? <laughs> does the Pope shit in the woods? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if no. you leave him there long enough, you would. How do you get that job? Okay, so how do you get to be the Pope? What If you if you wanted to yeah. be the Pope, okay. You would have to get elected by the College of Cardinals. The College of Cardinals is a group of bishops that are handpicked by the Pope. Their function is to elect a new Pope based on what the dead Pope would have wanted. When you're Pope, you would appoint all these people, and then when you would die, then all these people would pick someone to replace you that they that they thought that you would have liked, or would be like in line with whatever your your whole thing was. Now that's very interesting because that Pope Benedict was like he was different. Yeah, rip to your Pope. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was creepy. He was a weird guy, and Pope Francis uh, seems... I don't know him personally, so don't take this as, uh, you know, yeah, we hang. But <laughs> he seems more humble and, like, less in line with, like, the corrupt popes. Right, right. Of, like, what, the 1200s or something? All the rest of them, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I mean, okay. it's, pretty, it's been pretty rife for a while. So you know more than I did. I just assumed they were all good and there were a couple... <laughs> Now, what is it they say about a couple bad apples? They spoil the bunch? Well, I wouldn't say that all of them were bad, but like there there's always there's like always like stories of like all the ones who are who were definitely on some shit. Pope Francis, that's a humble name. That's like saying call me Frank. Yeah. Pope Pius, like you're trying too hard. <laughs> Uh, you're see, coming out and you're saying I'm father praise a lot right right <laughs> my grandmother always had pictures of the Pope hanging all over her fucking place Pope John Paul II yeah yeah now he was the Pope he was Pope for a while he was the Pope for a very long time he was the Pope since before we were born right or right around the time we were born he took he took office or he took church mm-hmm he got, what, in, he got into church. Yeah, what do you what do you call it when a pope gets elected? And it's not even elected when a pope gets appointed. Okay, so okay, so back to these people. His like group of guys, right? Yeah. Who picked who picked a new pope? So they would be like, okay, let's pick somebody, and a two thirds majority of those people is needed to elect a new pope. Yeah. So they could elect whoever they want. You don't even have to be a priest. They could nominate a layperson to be pope. Really? Yes. Uh, what about a woman? No. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Okay, they could nominate anyone asterisk. <laughs> so go ahead. So they can nominate anyone who is a man. Right. And so they will nominate, and then two-thirds of the College of Cardinals has to agree on it. And they will vote twice a day, every day, for 21 elections. And... If no one is selected by time they get to the 21st election, then the next election that happens, whoever receives a, ma- a simple majority is picked to be Pope. Okay. So that's the white smoke, black smoke. Every right. day they watch, what is it, the chimney coming out of where? Out of the Vatican. Okay. the va- <laughs> Yeah. I- <laughs> it's not that big. They don't have that many chimneys. So they just kind of throw a zoom lens on that sucker. And it's black smoke. If there's no Pope, white smoke if they pick a Pope. They have paper ballots, right? And so what happens with the smoke thing is that everyone has their paper ballots and they all put them in the pile and then they count them. If they were not able to come to a conclusion on who was supposed to be the Pope, then they will take all of the ballots and mix them with wet straw and burn them in the fireplace. But using wet straw with the ballots is what makes the smoke black. And then if they vote and they decide that someone's going to be the Pope, then they just put them in the fireplace and burn the ballots without adding the wet straw to it. So it is it is white smoke instead. Okay. Man, I would love to be a fly on the wall of the College of Cardinals in the Vatican City after the old Pope dies. I'm not Catholic, but I know that they hit him in the head with a silver hammer. <laughs> Don't they say, they say, wake up, like you get some guy who's like... Dr. Big Boy, and he's like, okay, (laughs) 
maybe he would call them brothers. Maybe he would say fellow dads. Because <laughs> they're all father who are in Vatican. And he would he'd be, say... He'd, he'd be like Father Monsignor De Laurenti of Frankfurt. That's what that's what be That's realistic. Are yeah. you sure you've never been... <laughs> That's what all that's, that's I I watched No, you're the, just Catholic. I watched I watched the I watched the young pope. You were <laughs> Okay. Okay, you were Catholic and you watched the young pope. Okay. <laughs> no, and it's you unfold the ballot and we're like, "Okay, we got one for Frank. Okay, we got one Father Benedict, you're not allowed to vote for yourself." <laughs> okay, we got one. Okay. Somebody on this ballot, somebody just wrote, "What happens if you pee inside the girl?" <laughs> ah, I love all this shit so much because it's all like like crazy like weird rituals and like they have so much style it kills me <laughs> it's they are so just, like, dramatic dripping. they are just dripping with style it, it just just destroys me I would love I, I would love to watch him do that shit at the Vatican it's so serious it's yeah. great right. it's great <laughs> right okay so you get the two-thirds majority, and the smoke goes up, and it's like the white smoke. It's like, we are going to have our new Pope. Drew is going to be the Pope, right? Oh, wow. Imagine that. So, like I said, they could you could vote for bishops, priests, deacons, laymen. And, and, and the Pope can be from any country. Yeah. And he does not have to be... Uh, strictly a Roman Catholic, he could be like a Latin Catholic or a Byzantine Catholic or like a different denomination, like a different subsection of like Catholicism. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Or a Muslim. <laughs> but since they said that we could have you be the, the Pope, right? Even though you're a lay person, before you get to be the Pope, they have to rush you through and you have to become... Like all of the sub-levels. Sub Ordained as a deacon and then made into a priest. And then you have to be made into a bishop before you can before you can finally get to be. Oh, you kneel down. They put the sword. They do one, two, three. <laughs> that's, I think that's when you get knighted. Do they put holy water? They probably say a prayer. He probably has to do, do some kind of rites. There's got to be a There's ritual. There's like rites involved with it, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, no, I'm just going to say, by the way, if you ask me, a lay person is someone who lays pipe. <laughs> so that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> You're a pope, baby. Okay, so that so we got you, and now they got you up to, up to being a bishop or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. Okay, now we can let him be pope. And I can slide diagonally into the papacy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, then you have to pick your name because you're not going to be Pope Drew. You're going to have to pick a new, a new one. And so you pick your new name. When you accept your election, you're asked, by what name shall you be called? And then you have to tell them. Right there. Uh-huh. Okay. And then they go out to the balcony on St. Peter's and they say the new Pope is the guy. They announce your name in Latin to the, to the crowd at St. Peter's. And then you are the Pope. That's fantastic. Then after then, whenever you want, you go out on your balcony. And there's always people waiting for you. Yes. You wake up on your balcony and you go out and you're just out there. You kind of stretch out and then people are just like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> there he Here is. Here it comes. Here's that bitch. I would love for you to be the Pope. 
I would love that for you. you I would, would love to be the Pope. I think you would be a great Pope. I would be I, precious at it. I think <laughs> you would have an inimitable sense of style. Oh, absolutely. And I think you would be incredibly uplifting and inspiring to the world. Your humility would make Pope Francis look like Pope Innocent the <laughs> Sixth. Is what I think. <laughs> Suck it, Francis. <laughs> However, all of this given, and you know more about the Catholic Church than I do, all of this given, if they did elect me the Pope, which statistically would be more likely because I'm a man, uh -huh. right? I would be known as Pope Genius the First. <laughs> there you go. Pope Genius the First. And it's just like Natalie and I were talking the other day. As we do. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about World War One, And, you know, my grandfather was in World War One, And uh, we were talking about it and said, can you imagine being there, dug into the trench, right? Wearing just some old brown clothes, because that's all they had back then. And you just dug into the trench and you're just eating an old hog's dick out of a can. You turn to your buddy and you're like, man, World War One? What do they got planned? Why'd they go ahead and call this one? Well, <laughs> I would be Pope Genius the first because it's straight up like after I after I brought that out there, like the next man would be like, yo. I'm also Pope Genius. I'm Pope Genius the <laughs> second. I'm not gonna <laughs> I think oh, yeah, nobody's going to come out on that balcony after hitting the white smoke and say, I'm Pope Dumbfuck. I do think that there's like probably rules like you would have to pick someone who was a saint. If there's no saint genius, that's another fuck up of history, if you ask me. Right. <laughs> okay, so if you're the Pope, you know what your title is? Your, your total title. Pope Genius, Bishop of Rome, Vicar of Jesus Christ, Successor of the Prince of the Apostles, Supreme Pontiff of the Universal Church, Primate of Italy, Archbishop and Metropolitan of the Roman Province, Sovereign of the Vatican City State, Servant of the Servants of God. That is <laughs> tight. That's the fucking title. That's what's up. Right. MD, PhD, motherfucker. <laughs> Primate of Italy. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, it's fine, and it's cool. It's very cool to think about, but also, like, I don't think authority's real. Right. <laughs> All of the robes, like, to me, the only thing is, like, authority isn't real to me. Like, the whole time, I would be like, lol. Right. At the same time, like, it's very real to everybody else, so I would be like, lol, and I would put, <laughs> I would put the vestments. <laughs> The young pope was like Prada and Gucci, right? <laughs> he looked good, yeah. The young pope was decked out. <laughs> he looked really tight. Did you watch the video? <laughs> I've seen excerpts of the young pope. You just, you've sent me clips of it, and I thought it was I love cool. It. And then you tell me that I wouldn't like it because it's just this, like, young, good looking dude, just like very slowly, erotically, just like getting dressed in multiple layers of robes. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, I understand why I don't like, why I wouldn't like it. <laughs> like it's different strokes for different popes, right? <laughs> right. 
So you're saying you'd be like a stripped down pope. You'd be like natural pope. I would be the natural pope. You know what I would do? I would put the most simple toga style, but it wouldn't be a toga. Because that the Romans were a little jaunty. Mm-hmm. Like when you think toga, you get the little shield and you kind of cock your leg out so they can see a little bit of your quads. Yeah, right. Like the No, I would get like a maxi toga. It would be long. Right. So you'd, you'd because go I'm like humble. the Francis route then. Yeah, because I have great calves and quads, but I don't need to show that off. Because you're humble, yeah. Yeah, because I am. You don't want to inspire lust. Exactly. It would be so awkward if I was just like trying, I was out there trying to give a speech to inspire people to be more like Pope Genius. <laughs> and everybody's like, I can see all the way up his toga. <laughs> He's rocking some nice hamstrings, a tiny little butt. <laughs> Three-quarter chub. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's imagine what your day would be like if you were the Pope. How, how early do you think you have to get up to Pope? I think when he does the speech where he goes out to his balcony, I feel like that's at sunrise. I feel like probably he would want to start everybody's day by being like, listenare, or whatever you say, <laughs> listen in Latin, right? <laughs> Check it out, fraternity. He would get out there, six thirty, seven in the morning. And this is just my vision of the Pope. I'm sure he washes his own self just like normal head and shoulders. <laughs> what if he had to bathe? What if he didn't? What if you, your job was to bathe the Pope every day <laughs> as he just laid there? <laughs> like, you you know, <laughs> there's some popes that would do that. Yeah, there's sure. straight up, there have been some popes that would do that. I feel like Pope Francis would be like, just let me go in the holy shower. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll come out and give my little speech. I think he would get up at like 5 or 5.30. Pope gets up at 4.30. Ah, but that's also, he's an old guy. Right. So get up 4.30, holy shower. Well, you get up at 4.30 and you pray for two hours. Okay, who else is around while you pray? He probably has like valets and stuff, I'm sure. If I was the Pope, I would tell people I got up at 4.30. (laughs) To pray in seclusion. (laughs) The Pope's job would be to inspire humans to create a better life for those that have no power over us and to inspire humans to help all the other people on the planet so that everybody like does okay right right right. so there's like less inequality like that's my per that's my personal idea of like what I would do and so I would get I would pray a little But I feel like it's very Pareto principle. Like if you pray for five minutes, you probably get most of what you would get out of praying for two hours. Right. (laughs) I feel like a lot of that two hour of prayer time is like very long tail. God is always listening, but also God would get bored because God made us in his image. Right. That's the rule book. I don't think that's true. (laughs) But that's their rule book. I think that, though, if you're the Pope, that's like you've risen in the rankings of people who, who love church so much. 
So, of course, that's what he's going to do all day. Do you think there's, like, mini games? <laughs> Can you do, like, is that prayer, like, to the Pope? Is it, like, when you go into Grand Theft and you go through the loading screen and everything and then you go into the casino and then you start playing roulette in the casino in Grand Theft Auto? Right. In our world, which is also a simulation and not real? <laughs> I guess the Pope actually, considering that reality is not real, the Pope is actually just like a certain character class, like D&D. Yeah. Like when you get to be the best wizard or mage or cleric. Uh, when I was a kid, I played D&D. So they did this thing where you would rise and you would get levels and levels and you would get more strong and powerful and you could do better spells and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then people played it so much that you would get to a certain level and they're like, well, what the fuck do they do now? And then they made a special D&D &D set, like, this is what you do to become immortal. <laughs> so the Pope is just like a special character. Class. Right, right. 4.30 in the morning, wake up, pray for two hours. 7 in the morning, he has a private mass for people who work at the Vatican. And so he does a mass at 7. And then at 8 in the morning until noon, he has meetings with foreign dignitaries and answers letters. That's chill. I like that. When does the Pope eat breakfast? I would imagine in between Mass and his morning meeting, if I had to guess. Okay. So that's a very intermittent fasting. Right. Like you wake up and you don't eat for a while. Right. That's one of the things, yeah. 10.30 in the morning on Wednesday and noon on Sunday, he addresses the crowd at St. Peter's Square. And St. Peter's Square is like where... If you see a picture of the Pope out on his balcony with his hands out, mm -hmm. that's where mm -hmm. that's where it is. Mm -hmm. And then he also has lunch run then. Uh, from 2 to 3, he takes a nap. Oh, really? Yeah. Little snooze. And then from 3 to 10 p.m., he will have additional meetings. And if he does not have meetings, he will pray the rosary and do Vespers. What is Vespers? Vespers is sunset evening mass having it at nighttime is vespers okay so it's just like a going kind of mass so if i were a scientist i would say of course the pope has mass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the pope does this he's basically the priest that's like all rise right he's the guy and he makes everybody else turn to the left turn to the right when he does that, can you go? Or is that just only for the special church people? Yeah. So that's like part of the appeal of rising in the ranks and going to the Vatican is if there was a concert only for famous musicians. Right. All the most famous musicians, but they were only playing for like second tier musicians. <laughs> right. <laughs> it would be like Eric Clapton, uh, Mick Jagger... Uh, Robert Plant, all on stage. And then the only people who were there were like people from Blur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like very much like the Cool Kids Club. Like we are all the very best at being Catholic. So we're just going to have mass with the Pope fucking all the time. Yeah. And so that's what's, that's, what, that's what's up with being the Pope. Do you know what it is that I love the most about the Pope? No. It's the topic of our quiz. Oh, I thought that was the quizzes, if I knew. No. His little outfits. The Pope's... It's time for our quiz. 
we're going to talk about the Pope's outfits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What does the Pope wear? Now, I realize that you're not going to know the words for all this stuff. And so you can describe it to me and I will give you credit if you if you get it. Now, you know. You're the Pope. What are you going to wear? The main thing I think about when I think about the Pope is his hat. He's got a like a white hat and it's pointed. It's like got a flare near the base and then it's pointed and it's really tall. Yeah, it says the Pope hat. It's called a miter. The miter. Okay. M-I-T-R-E. The Pope has a, it's like a combo. There's a lot of layers to the Pope. I've never peeled that sucker down like a Ken doll. <laughs> you need to watch more Young Pope. But I know the Pope has multiple layers of robes. Tell me about the different ones. <laughs> I imagine the outer one is waterproof and protects <laughs> protects his more internal robes from rain if he's out on his balcony. I don't fucking know. I don't even speak Latin. How am I even if I was interested, I would ha I would not understand it. The Pope never has one of the things the Pope wears is a big gold chain and it comes down around his neck and then it goes up over a button and it has a cross on it. That's his little necklace. Yeah, it's his rosary. Does that count? No. The Pope's rosary <laughs> it's so that he has to touch to do Hail Mary doesn't count? That's not close. We covered clothes versus accessories in a previous episode. <laughs> Does the Pope wear a jock strap? No. He free balls it. Really? No, I don't know. He probably wears like very modest underpants. So like some Mormon shorts. Yeah. Just like white, very plain Mormon shorts down yeah. to the knee. Yeah. He the Pope wears some he wears a vest. There's a vest under there. It's sort of three-piece suity, but there's like a vest. He wears a cassock. I'll give you. I'll give you a credit for a cassock. That's like his pope dress. A cassock is is a shapeless sort of a shirt dress that goes straight down. It doesn't have a waist or anything, yeah, right? Yeah. He also and that's what King Buzzer wears. He wears. Yeah, he wears a cassock sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason I know what that is, is because we went to see the Melvins, and I was like, "Man, King Buzzo is wearing a dress. That's sick." And you were like, "That's a cassock." <laughs> that's the only reason I know what that is. You are you are you going to? I mean, I wave told, a white flag on it. I've told you all that I know. <laughs> I I thought you'd be able to guess a couple of them. Such as Papal shoes. No. Pope <laughs> shoes. I've never seen the Pope's feet. I've seen... But could, wouldn't you assume he would wear Pope shoes? Well, I don't know. Every <laughs> time... Think about Jesus. Mm -hmm. In all the depictions you've seen of Jesus, disregard the fact that Jesus was always depicted as a white man with long, light brown hair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus was always barefoot or wearing sandals, so I just... I kind of assume that's the whole Pope thing. But the Pope wears shoes. He wears Prada loafers. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hey, let me show you a picture of the Pope's shoes. Oh, shit, those are sick. I want some. Those are red leather. Holy shit. Those are like winkle pickers from Animal Crossing. <laughs>
Yeah, I need some of those. Anyway. So that's Pope Shoes. Pope Genius the first. I might try out for it. Yeah. You need to get in good with people who with people who are in with the Pope, the current Pope. I need to join you up. Need to, you need to rub elbows so they know who you are. Because they're never going to nominate you unless you unless you already like... Listen, fam, I need to link. I'm trying to build. <laughs> I built my network. I got all these cardinals in my pocket. The Pope also wears a stole, which is the big, long piece of fabric thing he wears around his neck. Like the long scarf yeah. that hangs, but it's like a tapestry. Right. Okay. That's called the stole. Uh, he wears a little hat called a zucchetto, which is like a little skull cap. Like under the miter? Yeah. Round hat. That fits right on his head. His is white. The cardinals wear red ones. Oh, yeah. The bishops wear amaranth colored ones. And priests and deacons wear black ones. So you, you right. have to like, you have to make sure your your hat game is on point. Yeah, because absolutely. Because everyone can see how good you are being a, a priest guy. Uh, they wear a pallium, which is another sash thing that is like a circle, like a yoke of a circle with a thing hanging down. And then they wear a cape. Does the cape have a name or it's just cape? Cape. Holy it's called I- a mozetta, but oh, it's, right. it's a cape, yeah. Okay. That's a lot of layers, but right. the Pope is always old. Right. Except for the young Pope, but that was fictional. Right, right. The young Pope also really liked Diet Cherry Coke, which I I also enjoy. <laughs> and he also likes smoking cigarettes, which I also enjoy. So I really like the young Pope. <laughs> <laughs> most important article of accessories that the pope wears the ring the papal ring yes the papal that ring. is the that is the origin of kiss the ring right right that is the ring is the ring of the fisherman or the piscatory ring and it's it has the little fisher guy on it because they are a successor to saint peter who was a fisherman and so that's the idea of the Pope is that he is like a direct descendant of like one of Jesus' apostles. And okay. so it maintains like a direct line. Okay. And so how old is that ring? Is that like actually an old ass ring? Every Pope gets his own ring. What he would originally use it for would be to seal stuff. And so his his ring would be unique and have his name on it. And then when he was alive, he would use that to press into, like, wax. Oh, and say, and therefore it is... And there's a proof that the Pope signed it. Yeah, yeah. And so that was what his ring was for. And then people all kiss it, and they're like... People come to the ring and kiss the ring. Now, that's something that Pope Francis did, is Pope Francis, one of his things is humility. Which I think maybe all sh- all popes should have, but you know I don't run that business. People go to kiss the ring, and he pulls it away, so you can't kiss the ring. He's like, I'm just a person like you. Pope Francis actually wears a different ring that just looks just looks like a regular ring. What does he do with his? I guess he wouldn't tell you. No, he's not gonna tell me. <laughs> what the does ring he, he do wears with is his... just a, it's just a plain one. Though, okay, yeah. yeah, and that's in is that like the nun ring? Like I'm married to God? No, or... they were on their right hand. Oh, okay, okay. And it just is a, like, hey, I'm a successor to St. Peter. So they have a new ring for each new pope. And it'll have your name in it and all that kind of stuff. And they will put it on your hand when they name you a pope, when you get to be pope. And so when a pope dies, though, they get rid of the ring. What do they do with the ring? Okay, so what happens when the pope dies, right? I'm just going to go into it from the beginning because it's 
good from the beginning. So the Pope's dead. Like, uh-oh. That is the first thing you would say. Uh-oh. Oh, no, not him. He was the important one here. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, they have a little silver hammer, and they will knock him on the head three times and then yell his birth name at him. Oh. So not your Pope name. So they would be like, Andy! <laughs> like when I'm yelling from downstairs for you yeah. to bring something from upstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they not they do that three times. Once they determine that he's dead with the hammer test, then they take his ring and they cut it in pieces. Okay. That so that ring is never gonna get used to seal any documents ever again. And then also what they will do after the pre that's where the Pope dies is they will seal off their apartment at the Vatican. And do, do they never use it again? Yeah, yeah. So there's like multiple sealed off rooms at the Vatican because the Vatican's been around a long time. Yeah. That would be some real urban exploration. Imagine busting into like Pope Pius III's apartment. Like, <laughs> like what's popping in here? <laughs> so yeah, so they'll seal off the apartment and then they will put the, they'll put the Pope in the catacombs they have the crypt that is in saint peter's basilica which is where all the popes have been interred since they've had the vatican how long has the vatican been around since the 1920s 1929 i would have thought it was a lot older what did they do before 1929 they just didn't have it all in the vatican it was like was the pope just always in rome though right yeah okay well there's there's times when he was in avignon france i believe Okay. But that was like in the Middle Ages. So there's been a pope for a long time. That There's yeah. been a pope since the time when room and board meant you hold a board on your lap to eat your bread. Mini quiz. You want to guess how old the pope is? The oldest pope that we have record of. The oldest pope that exists? The first pope that we have a record of. I would guess somewhere around 600 AD is my guess. No. 600 CE. No. No, the first one was Pope Heraclos of Alexandria, who was Pope from 232 to 248. So the Catholic Church overlapped with the Roman Empire then. Yeah. See, that that was my guess is I figured that shit didn't crop up until the Romans were done. A little bit over. Pope Heraclos? Pope Heraclos of Alexandria. The same... Alexandria as the library of Alexandria? <laughs> I fucking no, probably. <laughs> That's like when you find out that Brian Eno produced the first Devo album. Oh, everybody knew everybody, huh? <laughs> what well, was done in Connie Plank's studio in Hamburg? What the fuck? <laughs> so there's been popes for a long time, and they've been doing all the pope shit, and they've been like the 200s. That wasn't very long after Jesus. They were like, hold up. You remember that guy? <laughs> oh, wait, we need to get a church going. That guy had star power. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite pope? That's a that's a hard question. I I don't I don't think I've emotionally connected with any popes. I like how Fran- uh, how Pope Francis is really overt with his humility, and he goes around and he washes people's feet, and he like gives speeches and stuff that hints that he's like it's like as close as he can get while still being Catholic to hinting toward like perhaps every uh, I don't know perhaps all the 
humans are God's children and not just the ones that I like. (laughs) I mean, Pope Francis is pretty cool, but he is, well, Pope Benedict seemed like not that great. Pope Benedict was not very liberal. Right. Pope John Paul II was like pretty liberal. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, he wasn't uh, abolishing the police or anything. Right, right, right. He was pretty liberal as far as the head of a conservative religious organization can get. Yeah, yeah. If I if you ask me to pick a pope, I would say Pope Francis, sure. Right. You know who my, who my favorite pope is? Who's your favorite pope? Pope Formosus. Pope Formosus? Yes. Tell me about Formosus. Pope Formosus was a pope in the late 890s. So it was like he died in 897. The guy who was Pope right after him died real fast, like within a few weeks. And so then the Pope after that was Pope Stephen the Sixth, And he had a hair up his ass about Formosus. And so he put on what became known as the Cadaver Synod, which was when they dug up Pope Formosus and propped him up in like a court and put him on trial, put his corpse on trial. Yeah. For a bunch of accusations that that Pope Stephen the Sixth was making about him and saying like a bunch of shit like he was trying to power grab by trying to be bishop in two different areas and like they put they had the corpse out and they just put the corpse on trial and they had a deacon speak on behalf of the of the of the corpse and it went on for like a while just chilling with the corpse let me put show you a picture there's a painting of it that is like one of my favorite paintings Oh, yeah, the skeleton propped up in the throne with all the robes and shit on. Yeah, they put him in all the papal vestments. And there's an alive guy pointing at him like, you motherfucker. Right, and they're all yelling at him and (laughs) and making accusations for him and making a priest, like, answer on his behalf. Okay, so how did it turn out? Did he lose his case? He lost his case. So (laughs) he, he did not, he lost his case. And so what they did was they stripped him of all of his papal vestments because those clothes are a big deal. Yeah. You got to earn those clothes, baby. Yeah. And so then they take them off you. It's like, oh, you've been shamed, right? And It's like when somebody snatches your chain. <laughs> yeah. And then they cut the first three fingers off of his right hand because that was the fingers that he would use to bless stuff when he was, when he was poking around. Then they buried him in a graveyard for foreigners. And left him there for a while, and then they dug him up again and tied him to weights and chucked him in a river. Wow. So what, was that just Pope Stephen the Sixth, just like throwing his weight around, just yeah. like trying to feel yeah, powerful? Yeah, yeah. And so when he did that, though, obviously it made him look bad. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so all the people in Rome were like, I don't like you anymore. You suck. And then Formosus's body washed up on the banks of the river, and they said that it started, like, walking around and performing miracles and stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, a classic, like, weird Catholic thing to happen. That, yeah, that's totally, like, that fits in with everything else <laughs> they have going on. And, you know, who can blame them? Right. I mean, it's, that's obviously the fucking most brutalist shit that could happen. A skeleton in a pope's robe just walking around and doing miracles is like... 
Who can blame them? That's sick. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. So uh, obviously that made it look like not only was Stephen Pope Stephen shitty, like also he was wrong because this guy was obviously like miraculous or something. And so they deposed him and put him in prison, and then someone strangled him when he was in prison. Oh wow! And that happened fast because the cadaver synod was in January, and that and that happened in July. A lot can happen in a year. Yeah. You're the pontiff of Rome. And you get yourself You're caught the... up in some in some corpsey business and then what happens? Yeah, you fuck around and you get Epsteined. Right. <laughs> um and so then in December 897 they had a synod over the cadaver synod and annulled it. So what's a synod? It's like I think that's like pop court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds brutal though. I want to have a sign on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Pope after Pope Theodore II, who was the one who replaced placed Pope Stephen, also nullified the cadaver sign on because obviously they're like, this shit looks fucked up. I'm also going to nullify it. Then they excommunicated car- cardinals that were involved in doing the corpse trials, and then they also put laws into place that outlawed future corpse trials. And that's why we can't get a good corpse trial anymore. It is so hard to prosecute a dead person these days. <laughs> Prop them up. Come on, let's go. <laughs> uh, and then, but then later in the, in, in 911, the Pope Sergius II was actually uh, part of the cadaver synod and was one of the judges at the cadaver synod and he overthrew the annulments of the two previous cadaver synod synods i'm <laughs> you know i'm lost at this point but i <laughs> it sounds like just inside baseball right <laughs> i'm glad they worked it out <laughs> they did but i just there's like just so much crazy shit if you in Catholicism that I just fucking love it. I just love it. It's like oh, and then the guy got his head cut off, and then he walked the rest of the way home after that, holding his head under his armpit. <laughs> what did you learn about the Pope today? I feel like Pope Stephen the Sixth was a little much. Yeah. I feel like he was a little he was ex- extra. Yeah. He was a little extra trying to put a skeleton in jail. <laughs> And then, and then tormenting the skeleton, cutting his fingers off and stuff. Yeah. That's just, a weirdo move. Yeah, just <laughs> relax, dude. You're the pontiff of Rome in the entire Vatican city-state of the Roman Empire right. and all that. Sovereign primate of Italy. Primate of Italy. That's wild. <laughs> the biggest monkey in the boot. <laughs> how can you say no to that we want you to be pope pope genius the first primate of italy primate of italy listen as pope genius the first i pray that you join our discord yeah do it because it's cool there you'll love it it's only five synods a month patreon.com you can do as many synods as you want honestly people are always down Patreon.com slash Garbage Brain University. Join up. Get access to our inner circle. Many of our topics, not this one, 
but many of our topics come from users in our Discord who give us ideas for what they want to hear us talk about. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. This episode of Garbage Brain University was brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. Despite our obvious bias and science-based bent, our rationality, Harlem Township continues to support us. Central Ohio's best township, hands down. Harlem Township has been chosen by God to bask in his divine light. As Pope Genius the First, I have to agree, Natalie. Vatican Four is going to be in Harlem Township. Once you get <laughs> look, once you get to Vatican Three, it's all you know. There's more coming. Yeah, like Hellraiser Four. He knew there's going to be more. <laughs> yeah, that one where they started shooting broken CDs at people. Yeah, before they got on the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again very soon. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.